well, depending on when this podcast comes out, it comes out at the 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 ride <laughs> actually opens in three days on the seventeenth. Okay, there is a strong chance this will not be out in three days. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're listening to it right now, and in that case, it is out right now, and it came out, you know, whenever it came out. In the past. In the past. But right now, as we're talking, it's going to be coming out in the future. As you're listening, it came out in the past. Right. Kind of confusing. But anyway... (laughs) I was making dinner, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, yeah, these are some good podcast ideas. I'll, I'll, I'll text Josh to like s- start ruminating on these ideas before we record, and <laughs> I never did. When was this that you had these ideas? About half an hour ago. What were they? <laughs> I don't know. My brain doesn't retain very much. <laughs> oh, that sucks. By the way, I've been drinking the LaCroix lately myself. I see on the camera oh, yeah? you're drinking it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm getting more acclimated to reaching for that instead of a soda. Not that I was drinking a lot of soda before, but now I'm especially trying to replace it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I think I kind of quit drinking soda after college pretty much. I mean, I I still drink it whenever I go to the movies, but at home, I just get sparkling water because uh, really, I like the carbonation. That's the most like exciting thing going on in my mouth. Right. Yeah. I think. I think that's. I think that definitely is part of it. But w- wait, when you go to the movies, what is your drink of choice at the movies? Um, it's usually a, a Coke Zero. But if I oh. have to split it with Mary, then we'll do a Sprite. So our weakness is the ices. Icies, ooh, yeah. See, I like those, but they never last long enough, and they they also cost like five bucks. Whereas, like, five bucks will get you like a gallon of soda. That's true, but uh, but I don't know. It's nicey though. Like, they give you the big side. Do you go to the AMC theaters? They give you the yeah, it's yeah, a pretty yeah. big one that they give you. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't tried it in like. There's only years. one size now. It's only one size, and it's like pretty big. Jeez, I actually deliberately get mediums now. I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, but I if remember, you, but if they, but if you order a medium, they'll be like, no, we just have the one size, and then you'll oh, have yeah. a gigantic. Well, not gigantic. It's it's big though. It's big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like the the medium uh, soda is is what I usually get because okay. the large is just too much. I barely finish the medium as it is, but oh well. Yeah, yeah. When I used to work at the movie theater in high school, I would drink tons of icy. It was probably not a good thing, but I was also a teenager, so. Have I mentioned on this podcast what we do every year for our popcorn situation? No. What do you mean every year? Do you only go to the movies once a year? No, no, no. We go to the movies all the time. So we have, so, okay, we've got a couple of things. We got the AMC A-list thing, which gets you the premiere line and, oh, yeah, yeah. and then the Chris um, has that. more points and all that stuff. That's all. And, and you can see three movies a week. Um, and, and it doesn't matter if it's Dolby or if it's IMAX or if it's just regular theater. It's all like, Wait, you don't have to pay extra for IMAX? No, you don't. It's <sighs> three and movies. And it's like 20, 27 a month, right? So if you well, see like no, it's two like movies. 24 a month here. I don't know how much it is there. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's around that. Yeah. So it's if you see one movie and it, it happens to be a Dolby or an IMAX movie, you're pretty much on top. 
You belong on the new AMC Stubbs A-List. See up to three movies every week. Choose from the biggest and best screens at any of our theaters because A-listers never compromise. Wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I I never got it because I go pretty inconsistently. Like maybe some months I'll see like three movies, but then maybe another month I won't see anything at all. Right. Um, that's how I they make the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a gym membership, except yeah. I actually want to go. Right. <laughs> oh my god, the gym that I had in the Bay Area made so much money on me. I I oh never went. I didn't go for like a year, and I had the membership the whole time. Jesus. It got so bad. Did I tell you on the podcast before? It got so bad that I ca- I had to call to update my credit card because my credit card I had a new number, and I called uh-huh. and they were like. Oh, it's okay. You can just update it the next time you're going to be in. And I was like, yeah, we better just do this over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> or cancel. You could just cancel. No, I didn't. I, I still wanted to come in. I just didn't know when. And I wanted to get it updated before the billing cycle was... I didn't know if I was going to go in before they were going to charge me again. What do you What do you like to do at the gym? I'm trying to picture Josh at the gym. So the gym that I had was actually perfect for me because it was a... Um, it was a, a, a rock, a boulder climbing gym. Oh. So like you could go and you could just climb the whole time or you could do, you, they had regular exercise equipment too. But if I went there and I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with any of that. At least I could just go and, and climb. Right. Because I do hmm. like climbing. I find that fun. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, man, I, I, but it's been a long time. Like I liked climbing when I was a kid and now I do it and I'm just, it's a lot of work. I liked climbing all over everything when I was a kid. I know. I climbed up a tree and got probably 25 feet in the air. I'm not even kidding. Maybe it, and I couldn't get down because I, sc- I just got scared. <laughs> and my friend's dad <laughs> had to come out and help me get down from this tree. Oh it, was, my God. it was not good, but I loved climbing trees. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so, um, so but I got away from what I was telling you about the, the movie theater thing. Oh, well, I have one more comment on the gym topic. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. So 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 um my my friend Chris was telling me he's he's also from Michigan. He's from the east side of Michigan where where I'm from. And um he's telling me about um his dad is just a very sociable guy. He's kind of like he he becomes like the chatty local everyone. Like at the grocery store they all know him and apparently even at the gym they know him. And um which is funny. He doesn't strike me as a gym goer, but I guess or maybe he was grocery shopping and he knows the guy who owns the gym. Anyway, this is a Planet Fitness. I think it's in White Lake or Commerce, Michigan. But uh, anyone could just imagine just a medium to small size town. Um, probably similar to Holland. And um, anyway. Uh, Holland, Michigan, that is. Yeah, Holland, Michigan. <laughs> and, and so... Uh, I don't know how big that particular gym is, but I, you know, imagine, you know, typical town, like when I've been to the gym just across the street from me, like a couple times last year, (laughs) um, (laughs) there was maybe like, maybe like 20 to 30 people tops, like on a Saturday, that's when it's busy. Maybe you see about 10 or 15 on a weekday, not that busy. So anyway, Chris, Chris's dad told him this, and then Chris kind of quizzed me. He said, how many active members are there at this, like, White Lake Township uh, Planet Fitness? 
And I gave him some guesses, but I don't know. It, what, what would you What would you imagine? Active members, and and you're saying at any given time, or at any given time, there's like twenty to thirty people there, or no, no. I, I say, how many people are are like in the membership? How many people are subscribing? Uh, not not how many people are showing up. How many people are paying per month? Are paying per month? I would guess. I I feel like none of my guesses are going to be right. It, it's it would be like. I would think like a few hundred. Yeah, yeah. I guessed like I was like, okay, maybe like fifty people show up, so maybe they have like five hundred members. Yeah, okay. He's like, nope, higher. And I was like, okay, a uh, thousand members. And he's like, nope, forty thousand <laughs> members. <What? laughs> I was like, second. are there forty thousand people in that town? Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 40,000. And that's just some suburban Michigan Planet Fitness. Yeah. I can't imagine like what like LA is getting for, you know, oh my their God. gyms. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many more gyms here too. That's true. They have competition, but that just blew my mind. It's like, holy shit. They're, you know, they're paying the electric bills and, you know, the maintaining the equipment or whatever for probably 100 people. But they're getting 40 grand uh times whatever the <laughs> monthly fee is that's insane yeah that is insane <laughs> holy crap yeah so um yeah gym memberships never really worth it in my mind but but t- tell AMC me about your amc membership is worth it but but that's actually not the point i just brought that up because that is what we we do that's why we go as often oh, for as popcorn but for popcorn at, and this is an AMC specific thing, so I'm sorry if uh, you know this isn't relevant to people, but um, they're all over the country. They are, but I don't know if this particular theater is all over the country. So they sell mm. at the beginning of the year; it's a limited time popcorn bucket deal. For uh, I believe the popcorn bucket itself is twenty one dollars, and this year it's a large size popcorn, like it's a huge. I was gonna say the large is the one that comes in a bucket, or is this like larger? No, this is a bucket that's like an actual plastic bucket that's reusable. Oh, okay. And you get one at the beginning of the year for like $21, and then every time you want to refill it, I think the price actually just went up on the refill cost, but it's $5 to refill it to get a large popcorn then. So Hmm. we love doing that because then we can, it also has a lid, so you can put the lid on it, bring it home, you know, eat popcorn the next day. Um, Mm -hmm. So we, we... but here's the catch. The catch to this is it's only available at AMC Classic Theaters. And the deal huh. with AMC Classic Theaters is they're basically old theaters that AMC bought and never <laughs> renovated and never updated. So they're old school. It's minimum investment. Yeah, they're they're really not great theaters typically. Like uh-huh. they're they're sometimes some heated are, recliners. They don't have any they just are very they don't even have stadium seating. Oh wow! In a lot of cases, I remember that was a big deal in like '98. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Like, I, I was, uh, uh, I, I wanted to get into talking about Star Wars a little bit. And it's funny because when I first talked to, when I first saw Star Wars the prequels, it was a theater that was like just all the seats were on the ground, and it, you know, it was mm-hmm. one of those old school ones. But anyway, we get the popcorn bucket. So we, have, but the problem is the AMC Classic. There's never one that close to us because there's only like one in any given like region it seems <laughs> so so we had to drive 60 miles out of our way to go to a crappy theater we watched jumanji the next level which actually was a surprisingly good movie 
Um, oh, really? But we watched that and um, and uh, got our popcorn bucket for the year. So now we have our 2020 bucket. But 60 miles, it's like an hour and a half. Wow. To go, to go. But but the, but the other theaters will will recognize this. No, we have to go to that crap. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, they they. Oh, they, okay. So okay, how how much is the bucket? The bucket is. I know you're gonna do the math on this, and it's probably not gonna work out <laughs> so great. Uh, the bucket is twenty one dollars. Twenty one bucks for, and then after that, it's five bucks to to fill it up. Yeah, until this year it was four fifty, but now it's five dollars to fill it up. Okay. So you you have to compare that though to the large popcorn. Yeah, that's what cost. I'm looking up. So large popcorn is nine twenty nine. Let's just say it's nine bucks. Okay. And it comes with a free refill. Right. <clears throat> right. At least during your visit. Right. So I. I I always get the large and I and I split it with Mary, so I'll get a refill. Maybe we'll have like one and a half. The bu- the, the the plastic bucket comes <coughs> with a free refill though too. Oh, okay, so while you're there, you get a free refill. Yeah. But the first time you show up, you have to pay five bucks. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I get well. Okay, so you twenty. Let me see here. Let me run that. So, so provided you obviously get popcorn every time you go. Twenty four. So. Uh, so if you used it, um, uh, if you used it five times, mm-hmm. then um, you would be at the same price as buying five large popcorns. Gotcha. So yeah, that's yeah, I think. However, we're also not taking oh, into consideration. Wow. We're also not taking into consideration the cost of it, uh, the the uh, the package deal or the combo that they charge with the drink because we're paying then totally, mm-hmm. you know, the the drink is like a la carte then. It's not part of the combo. True, true. But then you also have to factor in the cost of not enjoying stadium seating and not having the cushy seats because you have to go to a classic to, to get it. and To get uh, it the first time. And, oh, just the first time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you, uh, you got to pay for gas to get out there. and Right. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like you have to, you have to know you're going to use it like a lot. Yeah. Well, I don't think I just was skimming through the AMC app. I don't think there's any classics in New York. Oh man, that's but, a bummer. Um, I can. I'll just have you ship me one. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. I'll I pay, I, I I'll feel pay like you twenty five for a bucket. They should sell <laughs> these things. They should sell these things like everywhere, and it could be a great like yeah. gift item and stuff too. Like I, you know, I mean. I don't well, know. maybe because the classics, they didn't invest any money in making it nice. They figured, all right, well, we can lose a little bit money on the popcorn. Yeah, but then it doesn't because, make because any sense. we're not paying thousands for the seats. But then it doesn't make any sense <clears throat> that the regular theaters will recognize the bucket and fill it, and they have a button for it on their little point of sale thing. Yeah, well, maybe they're banking on the fact that very few people will actually do that. And you know, it's true. There are very few people. We're like one it's of the only you. people. No, no, no. It's not. It's not just us. There have been other. We have seen other people do it. But uh-huh. we always, when we see those people, it's like, oh man, there's other people like us. It's so exciting. There's another bucket. Yeah, bucket brigade. Yeah, the bucket brigade. <laughs> the AMC bucket br- brigade. I like it. Oh man. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if you, li- I mean, probably didn't go through the whole thing, but I don't know if you listened to any of the new podcast episode from Christmas. Oh, the, um, the one we recorded? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was there for it. <laughs> the, edit- the editing. 
<laughs> oh, you want to? Okay, um, okay. No, uh, I, I hadn't. <laughs> I, didn't you just publish it recently? <laughs> yes, I think I published it yesterday or oh, the day okay. before. Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. But uh, I, uh, I, I spliced in some of my my own music with my new instrument. That is so cool. That's uh, yeah, that's awesome. We were uh, we were talking about like digital instruments and stuff in the last episode before Christmas. I wanted to get a guzeng, which is a traditional Chinese zither. Yeah. <laughs> How does anyway, this compare? I got this instead, which is the Artifon Instrument 1, and it is so cool. It even lets me play the guzeng. Oh, nice. Um because it's a it's a MIDI controller. Uh you can play any garage band or any other type of digital music. Um instrument i mean and it's just got a really cool layout of you know for the people who can't see it i'm holding it it's uh or you can look it up on the internet it's um kind of like a really just a narrow guitar like the uh what do you call this part the fretboard the neck. of a gu- the neck of a guitar without without the the, guitar- the bulbous the, yeah. thing at, that actually resonates so anyway it's um you can play it fretted, and it has these little keys on the bottom that are super soft and rubbery. Mm-hmm. So you can strum it like a guitar and play chords, or you can lie it flat, and it's a grid, actually. Um, so you could play it like um, a piano or whatever. You can combine it with an iPhone to do like a virtual strum um, bowing, like a violin. Oh, nice. Uh, um, can you Could you actually like learn an instrument with that thing? Well... <laughs> It's um, it's like a metaphor of an instrument. So I don't. Uh, I guess maybe the guitar, but like that's an. Well, the guitar is the one that I would care about the most. <laughs> okay, because I'm the way I look at it is it's, it's more. It's designed to be useful. Like if you know the guitar, then you could probably play on this. Like Mike picked it up when he came over the other day, and and he could play some chords on it. Or if you know the piano, like I do, you could play it. Um, it's not exactly a piano layout, but it it lets you do the like the flat keys kind of thing. Yeah. Um so it might be familiar to people who already learned an ins- instrument, but because it's pretty unique on its own, I don't know if it would be a good way to learn a traditional instrument. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if it's backwards compatible. <laughs> right, right. You could probably learn the guitar on it though. This is similar enough to a guitar. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, so I've I've been playing with this. It's also super cool because it's mobile. You can plug it into an iPhone or an iPad and play it off of that as using your phone as the processor or on the computer. And um, there's tons of music software out there that I'm just now learning, like um, Reason is one. Oh, yeah. And damn, it's so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but it, But it's fun. I'll just sit around there for hours, like, tweaking all these little knobs and these synthesizers to see what it sounds like. So that's cool, yeah. yeah. That's what I've been doing since we last podcasted about uh presence and you you guys like uh like quality time more than presence. I'm 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 glad that I got a pretty cool present. Yeah, that's great. Um yeah, no, we uh we are not yet back to our Disney uh uh adventures. Oh yeah. But but that will have but what I'm really excited about though Speaking of quality time, this will be a good one. Uh, uh, when Disney's new um, ride, Rise of the Resistance, opens. 
in, in L.A. Because it opened in Florida already. It hasn't opened in, um, well, depending on when this podcast comes out. It comes out, at the, the, the ride <laughs> actually opens in three days on the 17th. Okay. There is a strong chance this will not be out in three days. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're listening to it right now. And in that case, it is out right now. And it came out, you know. Whenever it came out. In the past. In the past. But right now, as we're talking, it's going to be coming out in the future. As you're listening, it came out in the past. Right. Kind of confusing. But anyway, (laughs) I'm really excited because what I had learned, what I had read about this ride, this isn't like just any any typical like thing that Disney's done before. It's kind of a new thing. Um, It apparently uses four different ride mechanisms. One of them, I think... If I heard correctly, it's it, it's a lot of simulation for one thing. There's a simulator kind mm-hmm. of deal. Uh, it, it takes you through like a, a self-driving, you get in like a self-driving little car or something that goes through the, the different things. And then I think there's a part that's kind of like Tower of Terror where like it drops you and it, it, it's like a whole, but, but what I, hmm. what the article I read, and I wish I remembered what uh, publication this was or what online site this was. It said that it, it, it compared most rides at Disney to like a pop song, and this one in particular is like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like a fifteen-minute-long oh. experience. Wow! And it's An like epic Star Wars, you know, thing. And it's so badly needed wow. at Galaxy's Edge, the part of Disney that's all Star Wars, because they had like there wasn't a ton to do there before. So this is going to be great. That's that's super exciting. That'd be really fun. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. So I hope it's uh, mm-hmm. I hope it's as good as I I think it will be. We'll see. Cool. When so you have um, your passes are are year round or when when does it expire? So we got it on July fourth, fourth of July. Okay. And so you're good till July. So we'll be good till July. Cool. And then you'll you'll probably keep it going. We'll keep it going in some form. I'm not sure if it's going to be the the like. Oh, hello, Lacroix. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wait, Number wait. Fl- what flavor is it this time? Same one as before. Uh, it's, but it's it's berry. Yeah, I, oh, I berry. got a, a 42 pack from Amazon. I'm digging the tangerine, mm-hmm. but I I wish they had a surge flavored Lacroix. That'd be great. I'm just kidding. Hmm. That'd be awful. I was gonna say that's a um, choice. No, but what I was gonna say is uh, what was I gonna say? Talking about resubscribing oh. to Disney? Yeah, no, I think our pass is going to be, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we got like the second from the top one, which is pretty expensive, and I don't know if we need to do that, but we'll Oof. we'll revisit. But the, the, is that like the skip the lines and everything? Well, yeah, I think a lot of them come with that, though. Like they have the, the, the max pass okay. part of it or whatever. But uh, the, I think the reason we got the one we did, though, is because uh, it... Uh, what was I going to say? Shoot, I keep losing my train of thought. Oh, did I distract you with my text? Yeah, you did. What are you doing? You're sending God me a link it. to the freaking LaCroix. Like I, <laughs> you need to get it. I it's, know where to get a LaCroix. It's good, but it's a good discount. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, um, you're like Facebook or Google or something. You just hear me say things and you just suggest links. Like, here you go. Go buy it. Go buy it right now. You might monkey. also be interested in this. Yeah. You might also be interested in this. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, the one that we have, the pass that we have, the reason we got the more expensive one is because it includes parking. And 
some of the lower mm. cost ones don't include parking. And if you if it's like the popcorn bucket thing, you're like adding up. Okay, well, how how much is it going to cost to park each time? Do they have a, a train or a bus? Well, that yeah, you they can take there. Well, no. I mean, there's not okay. really. As far as I know, you can't you can't really park outside of Disney, and and that would be terrible. Or I mean, just from your house because you already live there no we don't live that close we're like oh. over an hour away wait where is it it's in anaheim we're anaheim. in north hollywood oh okay it's pretty far like we have to <laughs> it's a it's it takes like an hour an hour and a half to get there i'm just looking at that prices now let's see here what do i want to click on disneyland park disney california adventure park? there's two parks well which one they they but both they it's for both of them like it'll get you into both they're they're right next to each other. Okay, so if I look at Disneyland parks, let's see here. Oh, do they have oh my God, passes so that many are options? Different, I know. There's a multi day ticket. What if I just want one day? I don't. Well, you can get. I one guess day. I guess it's a it's a trip. Like you go there for a week or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I, I just want what's what's a regular <laughs> price? What's the All regular right. price? It, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I know that. All right, let's see. I'm going to go there for one day. Uh, for one day, okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to go this Saturday, the 18th. All right. That, and that's I am going to be tough to work 10 out. 10 years old. Given where you are, you're going to get a flight and everything yeah. too. Okay, so they have a one day See, admission to one park, mm-hmm. $149. Yeah, but you want the or park hopper to go park between the two. Hopper yeah. ticket. 200. Okay, I don't even know what's in the other park yet, but apparently it's worth fifty bucks extra. Yeah, damn, it is because two hundred dollars. I know. You know the Met is like suggested donation, and I could just get lost in there for a whole day looking at art and old stuff. <laughs> yeah. So what exactly? We went to a um a museum. What was the place we went to with Vanessa's parents when they visited? We went to like a museum-y place i can't remember what it was called though oh but then you need the max pass that's another 15 uh but we went to and i did not know what to do with myself i was just like what do how do i get interested in this stuff it was like really i don't know well what what kind of museum uh an ancient one (laughs) (laughs) so a history museum yes i not an art museum no it was a history thing um Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, same thing with art too. It's it gets more interesting if you know about it. But um, I kind of, I really, I really like to find like the oldest possible shit and just go stare at it for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and um, <laughs> that just sounded do, really wait. Do you, do you wait? Do you do you do you do do you do the like headphones? They put like the headphones on and you can click. You can put the code no. in and, and listen to the thing about I it. I mean, I have done that, but like the no, walking I didn't. audio tour. Stop 256. These objects of baked clay are written in cuneiform, the script used across the ancient Middle East for 2,000 years before the alphabet appeared. Cuneiform writing is produced by pressing a cut reed into moist clay to produce the different signs. The resulting marks in the clay are only a couple of millimetres each, but they're wedge-shaped from where the reed has been sliced across its width. King so that actually does help when I have done that. You you actually are like, oh, this is interesting. Now I know something. 
But um, like I was in London and I went to the whatever their history museum is there. And I went to see Rosetta Stone because it's fucking Rosetta Stone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so if I were to break down what's happening like in a matter of seconds in my head, first you walk up and you're like, oh, wow, this is it. Like, this is the original thing. Yeah. Um, before they started selling apps. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and, and then and then I stared a little bit longer. Maybe I read the plaque, and I'm like, oh, okay, it was discovered here. Um, and, you know, it was discovered at this point, but it was created, you know, way before that, and it was actually this. So you learn a little bit about it. And then I just kind of stare at it, a little bit longer and I start to I, like I look at the grooves where they've because it's carvings in a stone and I'm looking at it and I just imagine if that was my job and I'm sitting there and I'm like chiseling into this stone and I'm like man I have to write this in three languages and I'm just this is going to take me like months and I'm just chiseling away at it and then like you know f fast forward montage and all of a sudden 2,000 years later, it's in a museum, and people are staring at it, taking pictures on their little microcomputers. And uh, and then I just kind of go around the museum, and I do that. And, like, I, I walked up to the uh, the game of Ur, which is the oldest known board game that we have. Oh. And that's pretty cool. That and is pretty cool. I was just looking at it. I was like, holy shit. And I, and I was like, people were playing this. Like, you know, I've played board games, and there was people back in whatever year it was playing this game. And so I just kind of like take a minute to like put myself like in the time that that thing existed. And that's kind of what is interesting to me when I'm looking at history. I don't really know anything about the history, but I just kind of imagine, you know, or like the Egyptian statues or whatever, just like boom, 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 boom teleport back to like, you're just walking down the street and there's just regular old, you know, cat statues just hanging out. That's right. just the thing. So, so <laughs> we were, so I looked it up because I, I had to uh, figure this out. But we went to the Getty Villa, which is uh, a museum of ancient, uh, it, it, it's um, the ancient world of Greece and Rome, 7,000 mm. years of ancient art from the end of the Stone Age to the fall of the Roman Empire. Oh, wow. And uh, and I mean it. It's one of those things where like I looked around and I'm like, yeah, this, this all looks like it's something to see, I guess. But you know, I yeah, I don't know. I just it just wasn't. Um, yeah, it's not for everyone. Yeah, I I just kind of it didn't. I I will say though, there are certain there are there have been things that you know, especially when we're traveling, if we go to like a museum uh, or something like it, it can be. It can be interesting, and I can get into it. I wasn't particularly yeah. into this one, but that, yeah. I mean, who knows? I just was, yeah. What? Your, uh, your bird's looking at me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Cora's <laughs> in the background for this one, uh, because Hi, if she wasn't here, she would be screaming downstairs, and you'd probably hear it all the way up here. <laughs> so I just figured, okay, I'll give her what she wants. She can be... It yeah. Also, holy shit! These annual passes are so expensive. Yeah, I don't want to. See, this is I didn't want to talk. Deluxe about for eight hundred bucks a month uh, a year. Is this is this with two people or is this per person? Per person. <gasps> <laughs> I went to London for less money. I mean. Okay, granted, this is year round, so like you can go as yeah. much as you want. Yeah. 
But like, if I'm thinking like, okay, this year <laughs> I'm gonna spend uh, sixteen hundred dollars for me and my wife, and we're gonna, you know, go on a nice trip to Europe, or we can just go on rides whenever we want. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, so here maybe it's like history museums. You know, every person for themselves. He- hear me out, though. <laughs> Uh, since we moved down here, we knew we weren't going to be able to go like on trips as often because, you know, we're both kind of tethered more to our jobs and in a way we weren't before when we had kind of built up this time that we could take off and stuff where she built up vacation days. Well, not just vacation day. I mean, Vanessa has vacation days still. It's more me. I was like. You know, coming here, there's, there's, I'm much more, uh, there's less, uh, there's startup life. It's more sp- startup life. I, d- I can't pass things off to other people and say, okay, uh, you do the, you do everything I do for a week and a half, two weeks. Like, it's just not reasonable. Yeah. It will be, I think. But, uh, but anyway, until then, we, we decided to be able to have smaller little day trips to Disneyland instead. Yeah. So, but but I think we'll still 20- want to have those passes even after we start going on trips again. So we need to budget for that. Twenty years of Disney passes for you guys. Oh God! Get you a Model Three Tesla. Oh my God! Wait, twenty years? Yeah, you're okay. Twenty years. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's a lot. That's right, that's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. So we we I've been talking a lot. So I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast either, but. This Tesla Model Three thing for me. Oh yeah. I uh, I I had a Lyft ride that changed my life, I guess, and I still to this day I've never been in one. I still to this day don't know how much of that Lyft ride uh, changing me was <laughs> the car that I was in, the Tesla Model Three, mm-hmm. or the guy that was driving it. He was great. Just <laughs> I mean, he was like just it was like he was engineering traffic. So wait, give me a play traffic. by play. You, did, did you know it, you you booked the lift and you saw it was a Tesla and you got immediately excited? Yeah, or, or no, what? I did. I got immediately excited. So I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like I'm going to be able to ride in a Tesla Model 3 just for my lift home from work. I thought like I'd have to know someone that would be able to, you know, I, I'd never had a chance to before. So the guy comes in the Tesla Model 3 and it's super cool. I couldn't even, I mean, the car is so cool. I can't even figure out how to open the door. That's how cool it is. <laughs> like the handle is like flush with the door. You have to like press on the right part of the handle to get the handle to, you know, oh, turn yeah. out and then you can open the door, which I heard by the way is a problem in climates where it freezes because apparently people have gotten frozen out of their Teslas. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe this is <clears throat> and we we can get more into Teslas later, but I'm I'm kind of curious if maybe this is um one of the subtle differences between the 3 and the S. Mhm. Because the S, I heard at least, um, as you approach, it knows that you're coming and the handle comes out from the car. Oh, yeah. I don't think the three does that. I think you like have to... It, it knows your, your phone or whatever right. is nearby. Yeah. And then bloop, the little handles emerge from the side. Well, one fun fact about Teslas is they don't have an ignition. You just get in and you hit the oh, pa- yeah, and you hit the gas to go. Oh, wait. You don't even turn it on? No, there's no... You just... When you open the door and you get in with the key or whatever, like... It uh-huh. just the little so fob. opening the door like it it wakes up the screen and all that yeah yeah so there's no wow. there's no button to press to turn the car on it's just always on that's so weird 
I know. It's crazy. Just like 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 your iPhone, I guess. Yeah. It, it is kind of that is a good yeah. comparison. So anyway, I'm in this car. Uh, he picks me up and I'm kind of asking him a couple questions. He wasn't the most chatty guy in the world, but he was like the way he was maneuvering through traffic was blowing my mind because he it was like it was if you, it was as if you took like a robot and told a robot like find the most efficient way home. Uh, you know, to hell with traffic rules. <laughs> wait, 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 it was the driver that was doing this, or was he using the autopilot? No, 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 the driver was doing this. That's why okay. I was, like, so fascinated so by... So the driver was, like, a robot. The driver was, like, the most efficient driver I've ever seen. And, I mean, he wasn't always following the rules of the road in the process, which, you know, may or may not be so great at times. But, like, but the way that he was doing it was, like, oh, my gosh, you are, like, thinking five steps ahead. Like, you could see he was just, like you know in the zone like hmm. playing a video game almost and but but also maybe that's why he does this he just loves to drive i think so uh, but also i think the uh the tesla itself was so responsive it was like more an extension of him than i've ever seen a, a car be an extension of anyone before hmm. like he was able to <laughs> if he wanted to get like turn left where when there was like a ton of cars coming he could just mm-hmm. if he wanted to get there it was like no problem just Within seconds, he's turned. Oh, like, they're so fast. They're so quick. Like it's so. Did, awesome. did it feel weird when when you're accelerating that fast? A little bit, maybe. Yeah, because there's not. Yeah, it did. It did at times feel a little bit like <clears throat> different. I think. The thing I hate about New York, like cab drivers, and some Lyft drivers, is they. I don't know. Just like, have you never driven before? But they are just constantly like break and gas and break and gas and just like. Ugh very jarring and like yeah um it's like it's 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 okay dude you can just go you don't have to like floor it and then slam on the brakes and then (laughs) it's like they're 14 years old or something and they've never driven a car i think it just comes out of frustration like you're just like i want to go i can't i gotta want to go i can't ever since i got that um the subaru with with the um the smart cruise control i i barely even uh use the pedals myself I, I get it going and then I flick it on and it just tracks the car in front of me. And so I'm just like, whatever, I surrender to the traffic gods. And, you know, if the car's moving ahead, then my car will move ahead. And I'm not going to worry about like hitting the gas right. hard or soft or anything. And I assume that that uh, auto or that, uh, what do you, you don't call it autopilot, do you? What is it? No, it's like a, it's like a semi autopilot, I guess. It's. I assume that doesn't drive like a 14 year old boy. No. It's nice and smooth. It, it drives better than I do, really. That's why I use it. It just gets rid of any jerkiness. Uh, ev- even if you're like going pretty fast and like a car in front of you starts slowing down really fast, mm-hmm. you know, I might freak out and like hit the brakes, and then Mary would be like, "Oh my god!" And like we almost hit them or whatever. But no, the car like notices the change in velocity before I even notice it, and it starts slowing down. Oh, that's and great! It, it, it smooths, you know, it like. It takes, you know, like it does all the math instantly of like between A and B, how hard does it have to push the pedal in order to get it down to zero? And um, our, you know, mushy human brains will either overreact or underreact. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this, this, um, the, the, that Tesla ride, ever since then, I was like, ah, my life goal now has to be the Tesla. And, and then ever since that ride, I noticed. They are like a dime a dozen in LA. Like there's just everywhere I go, I see tons of Model 3s. Yeah. 
I'm surprised it took you to actually write in one to start wanting one. Like I've wanted one when Elon announced that they invented it. Like I, <laughs> so I wanted, I kind of wanted one. Like someone would say they want a Ferrari or something when they when he first announced it. Like it wasn't, tan- it wasn't something that I actually thought I could ever get when they first announced him. Well, see, I. When he announced it, it was like someone announced a $30,000 Ferrari. No, no, no. No, not the Model <laughs> and 3. I was like, yeah. I mean, when they oh, first the, announced, the S, I always yeah. wanted the Model S. And then when the Model 3 came out, I thought, all right, we're getting there. That's 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 getting, it's getting there, you know? Yeah. But I yeah. still was kind of like, I don't know how I could wor- really work that out and whatever. And I, I kind of, like, I wanted it for a while, I think. And then... I just kind of conceded to the fact that, you know, whatever, I forgot about it, went up on my day-to-day, whatever. And then when I wrote in the the one that I wrote in, and I talked to him about it more, and I was thinking, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's possibly doable. Like, it's it's right on the verge of, like, you know, something that would kind of make sense to do, I guess. It's it's on the cusp of affordable. That's the problem. It's, yeah. it's I know. It's, it's such a tease. It's like, well, I mean... I wouldn't be destitute. I could technically pay for this. Yeah. But is it the smart thing to That's, do? That's okay. <laughs> and that is the question. That's I'm sitting here going, I, I can crunch the numbers as much as I want to know I can get this if I really wanted to. But like at what yeah. but at what cost? Like what other things am I gonna have to watch or am I gonna have to be careful with like and why? Mm-hmm. Like we have two cars that work perfectly for us right now. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense, and it kills me that it doesn't make sense because I want it to make practical sense too. I don't want to just go out buying things that I don't need. Um, sometimes I do that, but usually when I buy things I really don't need, they're a lot less money than that. Right. It's just you know, eight hundred dollar Disney pass or something. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, we need that though. Yeah. 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 But um. Yeah, I uh, got my <laughs> <laughs> your emergency fund. So you have an emergency fund with uh, the red Tesla Model S. Why is it the red? Yeah. Do you want the red one? That no, that's just a screenshot from the website, and they have red on the homepage. Yeah, I know they show um, the most expensive color. But I've got like a little. This is not the full price, but I'm trying uh, this little progress bar. Let me see. So, wait, what's your uh, what's I can't see it really. Is it backwards? No, no, no. It's uh, not backwards. Just blurry. Is it twenty seven? Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm aiming to have twenty seven thousand saved. And this is by twenty twenty two. Okay, I wanted to try and have. I I wanted to try and see how the goal, what the goal would be like if I wanted to have, uh, forty thousand saved by twenty twenty three. Oh wow! I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. But I'm for a while. So yeah. so. But here's the thing. This actually got. Or what? What if we just paid for like half the car, and then the car payment really was on just the other half of the car? Well, that's what I would do. That's so what, instead of pay, paying it outright, you would just have a massive down payment. That's what I would do. I was thinking about doing that, yeah. like twenty thousand, twenty two thousand, something like that, and then paying the rest of it with a car payment. But yeah. ideally, though, I feel like I would feel better about it as if, if I had been for some time saving enough money where we could just buy it without a car payment even. That would be pretty baller. And I've never bought a car without a car payment. <laughs> well, yeah, neither have I. <laughs> so I don't know if this is, but here's my, here's what I'm actually going to do though, because this goes both toward getting me to what I eventually want, the Tesla model three and to 
uh, spending money wisely. I've set I because when I was making the car goal, like you've got your emergency fund, the Tesla as a yeah. goal. By the way, it's I'm just using the emergency fund yeah. because that gives you the interest back on simple if you have like a regular goal or whatever it's not so oh okay any little bit helps yeah no that's great so wait that's not like committing fraud is it like we didn't just admit to like it's just it just says it's just you know saving (laughs) for the long term and well it is (laughs) just making sure that someday i'm gonna have an emergency and i need to run out and buy a tesla yeah 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 Yeah, well yeah whatever that emergency is to help you get away from it you need the tesla yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't All know. All right, so, so where you're creating a, a goal so I'm crea- a budget. I was creating this budget for the Tesla, and then it, it dawned on me where I'm like, okay, if I'm putting all this money aside for the Tesla, that's actually, I should just call it my car goal, right? And then any money mm-hmm. that I put in there, if some, emerg- if some emergency does come up with one of our cars, then mm-hmm. I, ha- I can pull from that for our existing cars and then whatever i have left over i in fact i'm almost thinking about just making it be like my car fund entirely and then pay everything that i need with our existing cars out of that and then whatever Mm. i have left over is what will go toward the new car yeah that's a good idea so so then i'm kind of doing both i'm saving money for the car but i'm also putting money aside for our existing cars yeah yeah in uh, in simple, I have a I have my <coughs> I have the expenses set aside for the monthly car payment for my current car, um, but I have a regular goal deposit that goes towards the Tesla. Ah, okay, yeah, that's <coughs> good. And how do you have your goal deposit set? Is it it's set to based on when you get paid or? Um, yeah, it's on payday. I have another goal set, and maybe I should just pick one and prioritize. But I have another one for a new iMac um, for this summer, and I'm setting aside $14.22 a day. Oh, great. Okay. Because it's such a smaller amount, I feel like it's okay to have it just come out every day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. So so pl- I want to play devil's advocate, though, for a second. Because I did this with <laughs> my wife, and it did not go well. But I, I think, uh, you know, we're going <laughs> to have to try it right now. Um, okay. All right, so hear me out here. If I'm saving, let's see. I mean, if I want to save, say, $400 a month set aside okay. for the car, right? Uh-huh. And I'm committing to doing, I'm, I'm making this like, I, no matter what, $400 a month, I'm going to set aside for this car that we're eventually going to get. Yep. What is the difference between saving $400 a month and, ju- or, and just getting the car and paying a $400 a month car payment uh and having the car now instead of in three years yeah the the difference is the interest rate on the loan right that's pretty much it so it depends like i don't know what is normal for a car loan i think i hope i got a good deal on my subaru um i got a it was point point nine percent apr so it's like close to zero which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you save four hundred a month and you wait and you buy it in cash in full, that's basically a zero percent well, loan for yourself. It wouldn't. I mean, realistically, I'm not going to be able to buy it. If, that the math doesn't even work out with that. Four hundred dollars a month in three years. I don't know what that would be exactly. It wouldn't be enough to buy the Tesla, I don't think. But I'm just saying, 
hypothetically speaking, if I were to have a car payment that would be the same as what I'm going to budget for the car in the future, mm-hmm. then, you know, I mean. Well, it's the, I think it's, so the the first part is the interest. Yeah, but I'm saying, okay, let's, so, let's just assume that but, I factored that into my monthly budget too. Well, okay. I mean, the, the main reason you'd want to pay it up front is to avoid that interest. Mm-hmm. But let, let's say you got a super amazing deal and it was like almost 0%. The other thing is uh, the insurance. So Yeah, the insurance you know, is a... We, at least, like I'm setting aside m- monthly money for the car, but I'm not setting aside monthly money for the future, you know, six years of insurance payments or whatever. Right. If you, if you bought the car today, you would have the $400 car payment plus, plus the, the whatever insurance, several hundred dollars for insurance. Um, that's basically the so, conclusion yeah. I think we came to when we were talking about this here at home. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny. Mary, uh, I don't know this person, but Mary mentioned like someone that she knows, um, bought a, bought a car and was like, yeah, oh my gosh, I finally, uh, bought a car. Like I finally saved up. And Mary was like, wait, you just, you had all of the money for the car up front. You just bought it with your <laughs> with your own money. She's like, "Yeah, isn't that what everyone does?" Oh my gosh! And 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 Mary talked about like you know auto loans and stuff like that and car payments. And this girl, I don't maybe it's just her upbringing or whatever. She thought that like nobody did that. Like that that was just like maybe like maybe super poor people did that or something, yeah. but like not many people ever did that. Can you imagine going and through life being like, How are all these people getting all these cars? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Doesn't make oh any sense. Everybody's so rich. I remember I saw in the news we're just I'm just riffing on random debt now, but <laughs> I remember seeing in the news uh and uh, it was about Brett Kavanaugh, uh, right around when he was getting uh, voted to the Supreme Court. Right. And um, he, he is a horrible, terrible, trash person, to be clear. Mm-hmm. But this news kind of made me feel a bit better about myself. Um, one of these Republican donors or whatever um, paid off his credit card debt, and his credit card debt was $400,000. <laughs> oh, my God. And I thought, oh, holy shit, I don't feel bad about my credit card debt now. Right. <laughs> at all. And and then I was also just thinking like, whoa, how do you get up to 400,000 in like, what credit card would, <laughs> multiple credit cards, I guess. But do you think ever yeah. since like- Everyone's living a lie. That's the summary. Yeah, I, I almost wonder, because I feel like this might be part of my problem with, with money. Um, do, do, I, I almost feel like it's not real anymore. Like, I, Well, it isn't. I, well, not that it ever was, but I'm saying like it, uh, it, it. It's a. It, we don't have the tangible money anymore. Like it's just numbers in on my app or on online. Like it's not. It doesn't. Right. I don't have. It doesn't feel like something I have. It feels like there's just this. You know what I mean? Oh, I, it was I, never real to begin. That's with. That's why I'm disconnected from it, though. I feel like I feel like I'm more disconnected than maybe I would be if I had a stash of cash somewhere that. You, what do you mean you feel disconnected? You feel disconnected from money? Kind of, yeah. Like, I feel like, like, huh. I don't, like, it's it's there, but it it doesn't. I, I don't know about you, but, like, ever since I got Simple, because they have a really nice app, I, like, obsessively check my bank, like, probably t- several times a day. I So, it's funny, 
because it goes in streaks for me where like I'll care about it a lot and then there'll be times I'll just be like no you know as long as like my payments aren't getting you know uh as long as I'm able to make payments on the stuff that I need to, I'm just kind of like rent and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm just indifferent. Like, well, yeah, I'm always like checking on the expenses tab and cause I have everything set up all my expenses to help with my anxiety. I think <clears throat> of the few things I get anxious about it's finances and um, see of all the things I get anxious <clears throat> about, it's not finances for me. <laughs> Okay, well, let's just spread it around. <laughs> so I, and I think, you know, this just comes from living in New York where like uh, so much money goes to rent. Um, like my my rent is almost 2,500 bucks. And so there are some times where like I could be running low and depending on like, you know, the phases of the moon, like when when my paycheck comes in, like I may not have enough money for that rent and it's um like like I make I would make I make enough easily within the month but depend like if the paycheck comes like the day after the rent is due or something then like I have to pay for rent on basically long story short rent is like almost a whole paycheck and then you know i have to live the rest of the month on the other one and it all it just kind of gets out of sync right, so right. in order to help kind of calm myself i use the um, expenses feature in simple if people aren't aware simple is a really nice looking uh, bank account and you can set up all these smart budgets and goals and stuff so i um have all of my bills at least all the ones that recur monthly and i put them in there and I put the, the, the date that it comes out in the name. So it'll be like gas bill, seven, and like electricity bill, 18. So I know it's going to come out on the 18th. And um, and it has a little progress bar. They get filled up. So I love to see that all the bills are like prepaid. So like right now, I'm, I've am i paid all my bills oh, or I've man. planned ahead until middle of February. That's amazing. And that, and that makes me feel so much better. I should do um, that. Like I really should do that. Oh yeah, I think I think part of the and problem is uh, it's not about being disconnected. It's not. It's about it, maybe it's just about like not feeling. I don't feel like I'm in control of my own finances. Like they just kind of so yeah. much stuff happens automatically with like auto payments and uh, yeah, and yeah. My direct all my deposit. all my bills are auto pay. All these things just happen, and I'm not like part of it. Part of the process. It's just kind of like yeah. It's there's a lot of automation going on. Well, see, and again, for people who don't use Simple, the w- one of the cool features is instead of showing your your entire bank account, like how much money you have at, at the very top, it shows how much you have left over, like free cash. And so as you fill it out and you put in your electric bill, your phone bill, your car, and you know your Hulu or your Netflix or whatever it is, um, and you put all the monthly expenses in there, and then when you when you get a paycheck, it grabs the paycheck and it set and you know it's like okay I'm gonna fill in Sprint and I'm gonna fill in this all the way down the line, and then once all the bills once as money set aside for all the bills, then it shows how much money at the top you have left over. So maybe you have like eight hundred bucks left over just to spend on whatever the hell you want. Right. And then, and then that's when I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll I'll put an extra hundred bucks towards the Tesla, right? Or 
you know, or maybe I need to, I don't do groceries. So maybe, maybe I need to go out and, and get groceries because that's not one of my expenses. But yeah. yeah. But, but okay. But my point though, what, what I was getting at earlier by saying I feel disconnected from it is yeah. because I feel that because I am disconnected from it the way that I am, I'm, I don't think I'm doing as well as I should be in saving and having enough there because I'm just spending it also doesn't matter. Like I spend money like it doesn't matter sometimes instead yeah. of thinking about like, oh, well, do, should I, you know, would I rather have, you know, save for this other thing? And because huh. of that, when I, 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 my saving compared to Vanessa's saving is not nearly as good. So like I do need well, to set these goals for myself and I'm trying to, that's one of my things for 2020, I think is going to yeah. try and set all these things up like you're saying, because that's really yeah, just micromanage it. <laughs> I do need to micromanage it. Now, I mean, you probably don't need to obsess over it like I do, or I'm just like checking like twice a day. I'm like, oh, is that is that covered? Is that covered? And then and then I like I do hypotheticals in my head. I'm like, okay, well, well I have like this much money left over. What if I threw a little bit extra towards the test? So I'm like, oh well, shit, actually, we we needed to go and buy this uh, next week, so I, I can't. So I need to move that back. And so I'm you know I'm moving stuff around, and I'm always like manipulating like what ifs with my money. Yeah, M- maybe I shouldn't be doing that. But it is good to at least set up the bills in there so you know ahead of time what, what's going to be auto debit for the month of February, for example. Yeah. And then you're good to go. You leave, leave, leave all your February bills locked in place, and then you can mess around with, with what's left over. But, you know, from what you told me earlier, you guys, or at least, I don't maybe it's all Vanessa, have <laughs> um, have pretty good savings. Yeah, and she's really I, good. I have... I have like no savings. I have a little bit of savings now just because at the end of the year I get some Amazon stock money, but um and I've set that aside. But, you know, a few months later and that usually dwindles out. <laughs> For me, it's funny because my not caring or not not being as uh on top of my finances like I should be can go both ways. It could either be I don't have as much. I think over the long term, I could be doing a lot better if I had been paying attention to it. However, in the not so long term, I could it, sometimes like it actually works in my favor because if there's a time when there's not a bunch of stuff that I want, I'm not thinking about spending money either. So, like like we told me about PayPal, it just accumulates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't used PayPal in a long time, and apparently, I had put like a thousand dollars in my PayPal account and then forgot about it. Oh. You weren't look. See. I don't if think that it was me, me. I don't think it was me that I would, did that. I would be looking for that $1000. Yeah, but I didn't know I was missing it. So here's the thing. I think it was um I think it was the the security deposit that we got back from our old apartment right. that got put back into my PayPal and I just didn't go transfer it out and then after a while I I I was like, "Well, I guess this is how much money I have is what I was looking at in my bank account. <laughs> I wasn't taking into account that I had this other money because I had forgotten that it existed." Oh man, yeah, no, I obsess over that. I'm just like, when when am I gonna get the deposit back? When am I gonna get the deposit back? Yeah, like, oh, they're, they're two days late. Did are they gonna charge me for something? How come I didn't get my deposit? I let some of this <laughs> stuff slide sometimes, and yeah. it's not. It's sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's bad. This is my financial advice to anybody: just put money in places and then forget <laughs> about it. And then when you need it, you'll just discover just it later. It away. Yeah, just squirrel it away in random <laughs> places, like an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, it's not good. I need to get in control of this, and that's I, that's what I'm gonna do. I think this year, because yeah. Well, for me financially in 2020, I'm gonna try and get away from credit cards. Um, 
I right now we're still I still carry like um I, I pay it off in full each month. <clears throat> so far. That's good. Um but I, I was looking back on um I was using Mint or one of those tools where you can look at all of your accounts, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I was looking at the zoomed out like all-time view at my credit card balance. And January is always super low, like beginning of the year. And then like something happens like post-July or August. Mm-hmm. I start carrying a, a bigger and bigger credit card balance. And then I'm in debt by by December. <laughs> uh. So... I think I'm even though I'm paying it off now. I think I'm gonna try and just quit using it, and just see how long I can last without it. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I that's why I like the. Uh, that's one of the things I like about the. One of the things I like about the Apple Card, is uh-huh. you get the cash back stuff really easily, and I feel like I've never used my rewards like like I can now because it's it's just there. Like, it's just great, mm. and the Apple Cash. Uh, portion of wallet is where it appears every day. Like so, every day oh, the nice. the 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 money that you made from your purchases show shows up there. So it's great. Yeah. What? What's? I'm just <laughs> just watching her like moving around. Oh, I know. Yeah. What? What's? What's over here? There's like this uh, fake tree, and uh, and and she's just kind of like crawling from branch to branch, like looking around. Yep. That's what she does. I'm totally paying attention. You looking around? <laughs> yeah. You having fun over there? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um oh, 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 uh Lily had another thing happen to her. Oh my gosh, that's right. She ended up getting uh and it's so funny because um well, it's not funny. At the time I was freaking out cuz she had uh, a st- it turned out to be a strand of hair that was tied around her foot really tightly like it was like how i don't know how this happened what i'm guessing is she got like a strand of hair from like vanessa or something that was you know wound up somewhere and then she Mm -hmm. went to scratch her head with her foot and it wrapped around her foot really tightly well at least didn't wrap around her head (laughs) that's true (laughs) i'm just saying um (laughs) yeah that's true uh but but the but the dangerous part about it being on her foot even still is uh it's actually how a lot of pigeons in the wild lose their feet or lose their toes is a thing called really? string foot because they pick up uh, like debris off the ground that's stringy and it gets tied around their, their feet and then they lose. If you see pigeons without feet or without toes, that's probably what happened. But wow. knowing that, I came down in the morning to see Lily with her foot tied up like that and I freaked out. So we went to the vet you know, as soon as we could. And uh, well, yeah. actually, before we went to the vet, we tried to get the string off ourselves, and oh. that was terrible. That was just the worst. How did they get it off? I don't know. I mean, he just. But but here's the thing: is uh, he spent less than like ten minutes with her, and it was a hundred and fifteen dollars to. Ooh. I know. Was was it the same guy as our previous episode yes. about Lily? Yeah, the guy that was like, "He's such a little bird of sweat and bullets." Yeah, yeah, it was him again. <laughs> Um, oh, man. He, t- he he did that in no time. But I was just thinking about it. I was like, this little bird is the most expensive little bird ever. Ever. Man. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. I don't even want to think about how much money she's cost us since we've had her. Dang. But what would I do? I mean, do? hey, it, it, you, get, you get paid well to do tedious, stressful things, I guess. What would I do, though? Yeah, I mean, because I, I was thinking I, I would be in, I would, you know, I would gladly go into tons of debt to to save her life though i wouldn't just let her die yeah 
Yeah. So I I mean yeah, but it's just it's so funny when when we think about other. So I mean, I'm an animal lover, so I I can understand. But people who aren't, um, you know, you you look at an animal and and I've heard this from like my aunt and uncle and whatnot. You're just like. Oh well, the dog had cancer, and you know we didn't want to pay to like you know give it the therapy or chemo or whatever, so we had it put down, and and like they're sad about it, but ultimately it was like a cost decision. Yeah, yeah. And and Mary and I were talking about this the other day because we like to watch all these vet shows and stuff on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 we were like, if this was our cat, would we do th- would we do that or whatever? And and I was like, no, we would do everything, with no expense spared. Right. <laughs> and, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like you know when it's your own animal it feels like it's just a family member and it's not it's not like you know like a oh, little timmy has like you know mono or whatever and it's oh man it's gonna be so expensive to get the shots or let's just put them down <laughs> like, i know i know that's know. Cra- <laughs> <laughs> i know it's crazy like uh, yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't not do that for them. It, it, w- the shows that you watch is one of them, Doctor K's, by any chance? Yes, yeah. yeah, we've watched that before too. The exotic vet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good, and it's it's great because people have the craziest pets, like possums and tortoises, and yeah, yeah. yeah. We also watch uh, Doctor Oakley, um, and I just realized that she's on the Disney Plus streaming service. So I guess you probably you probably have Disney Plus. Yeah disney people so um yeah that's one to to look for in their national geographic section oh cool okay uh it's it's pretty cool it's it's a mix of like exotic vets like they have eagles and stuff but her deal is that she's i think in alaska and so she she treats you know like nearby dogs and cats but then also like a moose or a bear right or something like that. i actually kind of had to stop watching dr k's because i couldn't it was just too heartbreaking there are Oh. Like it was just too sad because there was one with a lovebird that was so much like Lily, and I was like, and and the bird didn't make it, and it was just so Aww. sad, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that was my worst nightmare when Lily had to go for her surgery and and all that. But I but I will say yeah. I I keep saying this because uh, that surgery was really expensive. However, God. on the other hand, she has recovered fully from it. Uh, I mean, her leg was fractured like she couldn't even move it like it was completely wow. limp like she, she could just move dangling. it but it was just dangling there it was totally useless to her and I thought like well we'll pay the money and have the surgery done but the, the, the there's no guarantee that she's going to be completely normal it might still be difficult for right. her but we were just hoping it'd be less difficult with the surgery but since the surgery it's like you wouldn't even know anything was different what had, had gone wrong mm-hmm. and it's it's absolutely like a miracle that she's like totally better from this and i kept thinking like yeah that was you know a couple grand to have that surgery done i'm not happy about that by any means but it worked and she's complete and she's just a tiny little bird like it's the miracle of life is just insane yeah so just just the the skill and the science that we have around medicine and even veterinary medicine blows my mind like um how like you know mary's going through medical school and all this shit that you have to learn to fix people Mm -hmm. and all the things that go wrong with people and i'm just trying to imagine like imagine if she had to do like all these other different species 
Like, you know, when you're in vet school, you got to learn dogs, cats, lizards, birds, fish, whatever. Right. And, um, and I mean, there's probably some, you know, if they're all vertebrates, they all have a spine and, you know, some common elements, but they're, you know, so different. And Right. I know. That, um, that just reminded me of the question that I was thinking of when I was making dinner. And I was like, oh, this would be a good podcast question. Um, we're older now in our 30s. And uh, no offense to anybody like in their 50s or whatever, but, you know, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> do you feel like you are an expert in anything? <laughs> <laughs> I feel Wait, like, this, you know. This, this is very, I feel attacked right now, Rob. <laughs> This is just a question. I feel for like me. I should be an expert by an. I mean, I I could. I'm I'm confident, I guess, like in design. Um, right. That doesn't mean that I uh, like. You're not like a. Will be able to give the best design, but it mean I know how to do it. Like I know the process to go through in order to come up with a good design. Right. But. Yeah, like, is that it? Like, <laughs> you're not like. <laughs> I, I feel like I should have more expertise by now. Y- yeah, I, I in in life stuff. I I feel like that too, especially. I, I, and it's funny because with birds in particular, because I've had them and I've been so passionate about them because mm-hmm. I just love them. But like, I with birds in particular, I was trying to clip Cora's nails earlier today. I don't even know how to. Proper, or, and, and yesterday I was trying to hold, or two days ago when we dealt with Lily with her thing, or three days ago, whenever it was, I was trying to mm-hmm. hold her so we could try to get that off, uh, off of her foot. I still couldn't get the proper grasp that I need down on, on her to get her <laughs> to hold still like the doctor can. Like, he comes in. That's one of the most basic things I feel like I should be able to do, and it's still like she can wriggle her way out of my grip, but with he, when he does it, she's in there, you know? Well, to his credit... He probably does that with every bird, whereas you are probably rarely, yeah. you know, manhandling your bird. I also have an attachment, and I'm uh, extra gentle. Like, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm just, uh, right. I don't want to do anything. And he's like, you know, for, to him, it's like all, all day, every day he's doing this. But, like, it's yep. still, it still feels like to me uh, I should know all there is to know by now, and I still don't. And it's like I just need mm. to dive into it more and try to you know try to do it more myself do more things yeah. myself i think that's the other i thing. thought you were gonna talk about audio editing well that i mean <laughs> that's the obvious thing i'm I'm picking other things in my life that i should be you know that oh, okay, is my yeah, job yeah. i do that all the time i do feel like i've come a long way with it and i feel competent in it but i don't mm-hmm. feel like what you're saying i don't feel like there are very few people in the world that can do what I do. You know what I mean? It's like not 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 very few, but if you, I don't know, not not like you would introduce yourself in a party and say that, but like if you, I don't know. I I guess I just feel I don't know where I'm getting this idea from, but I just feel like at a certain age, like at middle age, and we have a little bit to go before middle age. I guess I don't know. Um, I, f- I feel like you should be able to just like have a room of grown adults and everyone could have a little name tag with like their expertise. Right. And, um, yeah, okay, I okay. guess I'm, I'm almost there, but I, yeah, I don't know if you could call me an expert. All right. I would switch. Anything. I would change the word expertise to passion 
because oh well, twelve-year-olds can have a passion. Yeah, but I know. But I, I, that's my point. <laughs> Everybody can have a passion. That doesn't necessarily mean they're an expert. And it and it's hard. How do you know when you're an expert? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, how do you know what you know? You have a passion about something, but how do you know you're an expert? I don't think a lot of people, yeah. unless they're really arrogant, would say, "Well, I'm an expert in this. I, that's my expertise." I know people mm-hmm. throw that word around a lot, like because that's what they know the most of. But do they? Yeah. I, I, I guess what I'm getting at when you say that is I think about if I were in a room with, you know, 30 other audio editors that that mm-hmm. do the same thing I do, am I do I am I confident I would be better than they are at what they're doing? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes you feel better then. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel like I can hold my own um, in a conversation and all that stuff, but I don't know if I am actually better at my craft than they are, or there might be things that I do better or things they do better. It's it's really hard. I, maybe there isn't, yeah, yeah. maybe you can't compare because maybe your skills get so granular at certain things compared to other people's granular skills. Yeah, and also, like, we we tend to work very inefficiently, I think, and especially, like, at big companies. Yeah. And so, in a way, like, I might be a designer for Audible, and someone might be a designer at Spotify or something, <coughs> or Uber or Google or whatever, and um, you might be a good designer, but really, I, th- I feel like most, and this is why it's hard to, like, um, communicate yourself on job interviews is like when you really a lot of the expertise is wrapped up in knowing the people and like how to navigate all the bullshit yeah. <laughs> at a company yeah all the all the layers and all the politics and stuff like sure there's like the work that you need to do but then there's like who you need to talk to and all the meetings that you have to have and then if you were to go to a totally brand new company and start from scratch like how much so if it was all about your ability to do the skill, then it should be like plug and play, like no difference. Right. But but is always such a huge learning curve when you start a new job because the majority of the work isn't about your skill set. It's really about learning how this company works so inefficiently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> learning their idiosyncrasies about like doing what they do specifically. Yeah. In their workflow, <laughs> in their Yeah, I know. Right. Because right. and I and I am trying my best uh to not create to not do anything that creates some odd way of doing things myself, but I feel like I'm you know, we I don't know, like some of the shortcuts that I might take might not be industry standard. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard right. to know. It's hard to, but I, yeah. it, it, I and I try to talk to other people, but it's like yeah, I get what you're saying, though. It's, <laughs> and I don't mean to say, I don't mean to say you're arrogant if you call yourself an expert because that's something people say all the time. My point, I guess, is like, can you say you're better at most people at it? Yeah. Well, I guess I was coming at the expert concept. With I think that makes sense. Like an expert, it probably is better than most people. But I guess what I was thinking of is like by your 30s, you know, do you have one super solid thing that like, yep, you're you're a pro. Yeah. You're you're good at that thing. And and I feel like I'm still, you know, in progress, but I feel like maybe I I should have like mastered this one thing and now I should be like working on another right. thing. I don't know. 
Actually, wait, maybe that, wait. Maybe it's just early midlife crisis. It could be. <laughs> w- but going back to something that I just caught myself saying, I, uh, um, it's not, it, you're right. You're, it's not about like, I don't know why I attached expert to being better than other people at it. That That's not necessarily I just mean being true. Yeah, you could have a thousand people who are equally good at audio editing and still be, they can all be experts, experts in it. Right. Yeah. So it's not like it's I'm tr- I'm attaching this non-existent um, comparing game yeah, to yeah. it or something. It's not about that. It's like it. Yeah. I don't know. You just sent me into a hmm. into a uh, an exercise of what being an expert even means. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I used to always think of doctors as the the go-to example of an expert. Like, oh, if you're a doctor, then. Y- you're definitely an expert in something. Yeah. Like you're an expert in that um, because it's so hard, right? Well, um, Mary has had to work with several doctors and like uh, shadow them at work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time she came home and she was talking. She she was, you know, in such a great mood and very confident. And and she's like, I feel so much better now. And, and I was like, I was like, what? And and she she explained that like, well, this doctor, you know, blah blah blah. She's constantly looking up stuff, and she's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm always looking up stuff. I see I see a weird mark on their skin. I Google it or whatever. Yeah. And you know, like the the skill set of a doctor is you have a starting point, so maybe they know like, hmm, that looks like a melanoma, and then they'll go and look up melanoma and then see related things. Um, so, you know, the average Joe wouldn't be able to do it, but the point is they don't have all of it in their brains. They'll, you know, they talk to you and they listen and they examine you and they might have a few hypotheses as to like what could be wrong, but then they go in the other room <laughs> and they fucking web MD yeah. and, <laughs> and all that other stuff, just like the rest of us. I know. I guess, I guess that's <laughs> why. Okay. I guess that's, uh, I think I've told you this before maybe, but like I, I don't know how bad it is to well mary would hate me for this um (laughs) but but it's not i'm not i'm not actually trying to say we should replace doctors with this at all but i'm saying like i don't think it's such a bad thing a lot of people like to talk negatively about looking up your own symptoms and WebMDing instead of just going to the doctor in the first place Mm -hmm. but i think as long as you don't um freak out about unlikely things which is hard to do I feel like there is some useful it does help to give you context when you do go to the doctor uh, to to know how to frame your symptoms I guess yeah I think that's that's fair for for that use <clears throat> it's good to educate yourself and like think of like what type of problem is this yeah. what what could it be what what do I need to pay attention to mm-hmm. um but it depends on your personality, you know, and like we're talking about with finance and how like I've already budgeted for my bills and that should be the it. That's it. The, the end of the day. But like I obsess over it and I check and I recheck it just to make sure it's all good to, to feel confident that like, oh, OK, so like I'm not going to hit zero or anything. Same thing with with WebMD and. I feel like I've I've heard you do this. I don't know if it's WebMD, but you know it's overthinking something that's going on in your body, yeah, and catastrophizing it, and and 
and immediately jumping to the worst case scenario, which is totally human because, you know, it's it's a scary thing. Right. But in terms of probability, it's most likely going to be that middle ground. I actually feel thing. like, no, I actually feel like for me, WebMDing prevents me from thinking it's something crazy because when I look it up, oh, really? usually I find like the list of the most common things related to what I'm dealing with. And then maybe further down the list, there's like cancer or something comes up. But like if I, if, but I know like, okay, uh, these two things at the top of the list are much more common. It's probably mm-hmm. one of those things that makes sense. I, 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 I'm fairly good, I think, at doing that. Like where I'm, I'm looking at it and going, okay, this kind of lines up with this pretty common ailment, you know. Yeah. However, and I think on the other side of thing, I, I do want to say though, I, I want to. It doesn't always help me, because sometimes looking at WebMD, I will, I will start to the the mind is a very powerful thing, so I will start to think, <laughs> oh wait, I think I am having that symptom when maybe I'm not. I'm like manufacturing. Now you start looking. I'm starting to like, my brain like, like listening too hard for a sound that isn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, my brain lines up with something that I think I have and then I go, "Yep, those are my symptoms." When in in reality, maybe those weren't my symptoms. Maybe they are now because that's what I looked at and I think that's what I have. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a difficult balance of on one hand, you want to educate yourself as to what are the possibilities and how do I articulate my symptoms to the doctor? Yeah. But then not like discovering like oh there's all these other symptoms should i check for these symptoms yeah and um and i was gonna say i think the difference between a regular person looking at webmd and a doctor is when when i'm helping mary study um you she's reading these these questions and there are a lot of factors that go into an illness that i would not have thought about stuff that is just totally normal like your age and your sex and um, how long you've had that thing and if it gets worse when you, you know, feel it or whatever. And um, because just on the face of it, like, I don't know, the symptoms of like being constipated or diarrhea or something could look like, you know, Ebola or some like horrible stuff. But you talk to any doctor and be like, oh, well, have you left the country in the last six months? No. Okay, well, then it's not Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like these other things that they can quickly just rule out. Um, and uh, so they, they do have that experience and um, ability to rule stuff out, whereas you might entertain the possibility a lot longer when they really know the likelihood of, you know, these different things. Yeah, they can get, they can get toward what it is quicker because they... They have experience with it. Yeah. Speaking of, okay, this is a, a fun way to start this this hypothetical. Um, <laughs> have you seen on the vet shows when they check cows for pregnancy? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, if you watch, uh, oh, another one I like is Dr. Pohl. And he, he's in Central Michigan, by the oh, way. Oh, I think I've heard, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Dr. Paul is really good, and I think also on that Dr. Oakley show. So anyway, uh, yeah, watch the show, or um, probably don't want to Google this, but to give a cow a pregnancy test, you cover your arm in a long plastic bag, and you shove your arm up the cow's ass. Mm-hmm. Right in there. It's, I mean, 
shit is like squeaking out and everything. And you're like deep in there. Oh, Jurassic Park. Do you remember in Jurassic Park? Yeah. With like the Triceratops and he like, yeah. So that, um, and, uh, basically manually you're just feeling for a fetus. It's like way in there. And then you pull it out and like your arm is covered in shit uh, you, plastic bags, you can peel it off, but still, I'm sure it smells. Anyway, that's roughly what that procedure is like. Now, another procedure, checking a human's prostate. Do you know what that involves? Yes. Okay, well, for for the listeners, just in case, um, uh, I mean, you can do scans and stuff, but typically the quickest and easiest way is to stick a finger in the guy's anus and... If it feel if you feel like a particularly inflamed kind of bulbous thing in there, mm-hmm. then there's a chance of prostate cancer. Um, we were playing Would You Rather, and Mary threw that at me. She's <laughs> like, "Would you rather check a cow for pregnancy or uh, give another guy a prostate exam?" Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" I mean. My arm would just be like, like armpit deep in cow anus, yeah. and and I was like, but I would rather do that. Yeah, <laughs> because because there's not a face staring back at me, right? And there's not a there's not a human that I have to talk to when I'm done putting my finger. Wait, up wait, there. wait. So do cows just do they shit out their babies with their poop? Like what is the um what? I I don't I don't know how how that how that works but um <laughs> how does that make sense I just tried to figure this out <laughs> ah, okay the, the 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 anyway the reason I brought all this up apart from from fun oh but which would you choose by the way ah uh, probably the cow because I'm more of an animal lover so I would probably be <laughs> more okay with that I'm just so uncomfortable with. Just even seeing a stranger's butthole, let alone putting my finger in there. Um, but but anyway, uh, <laughs> bring that up because talking about doctors and the vet and holding the bird and mm-hmm. stuff like this is that that job becomes so routine that they don't even think about like nudity or um, you know private parts as being private or whatever. Yeah, I don't even think about my birds being naked anymore. <laughs> like. <laughs> so yeah i mean if you ever go in and you have to get a physical and it's you know yeah a gynecologist or you're getting your testicles checked or something like uh, feel super uncomfortable for the patient but the doctor's just like i've seen so many ball sacks yeah like, it's it's just it doesn't mean anything to me yeah that's but, true yeah me as a non-medical person i would rather just it'd be horrible but it, you know it'd be i'd be done with it whereas i'd probably be haunted by that person's butthole right yeah i wonder what the equivalent is to my job to um you know <laughs> having to stare at a stranger's asshole <laughs> i'm trying to think uh because i was just thinking you know maybe for a doctor when they do that, and the, and the moment that they don't care anymore, that's how they know they're an expert. I don't know. Maybe it's the moment where, like, you just look at waveforms and you can just know when when it's uh when it's an ah or an um. Yeah, maybe. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I can tell. Cut it out. So I can uh, tell what ums look like typically. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, well, I can't believe we just got like an hour and a half into this and still didn't even get to discuss Star Wars, which I'm not going to now oh, because it's di- it's going to go too long, but I will have thoughts on that. Okay. Well, it's going to be like way too late by then. At at a at a high level, you you liked it? <laughs> or no? I I I find I I actually do feel like I can concisely wrap up my thoughts on this where maybe it would have taken a whole episode, now it's not going to. Because I feel, oh, go ahead. uh, uh, Well, I was just gonna say I think they are fun movies to go see, and that's it. Like it shouldn't, it doesn't have to be. They doesn't be that complicated. They weren't the the original movies. The original Star Wars movies weren't like some perfect uh, cinema art piece that it's nostalgia. It's nostalgia that that makes people love those more, and it's they are really good movies. Like he did kind of hit the jackpot with with those episodes with the original trilogy um that's true they're very good but um but at the end of the day though what is their purpose in the world it's to it's to get people hyped and to to have fun with and and uh yeah it's a roller coaster and uh gosh you sound my like my therapist right now so much with really saying it's a roller coaster no no no, just your the way you're replying to that yeah it's supposed to be fun yeah yep yeah yeah uh-huh. Anyway. Exactly. Uh but no, I it was it, and the new movies are fun. Like I actually was rewatching mm-hmm. the prequels and the prequels can get kind of you know, uh I uh, I tried to watch episode 3 again. I couldn't even get through they it. They get kind of boring. I don't know what the it's just they're not as exciting. Oh, so bad. Yeah. And uh, they're not that great. But like the the new movies they there are things that I have issues with with them and I feel like I think the aggravating thing is when you when Disney knew they were going to do this new trilogy, why didn't they plan it better and and make it you know one director for all three and have like a, some cohesive plan for it? And they kind of rushed through it, and it's like, how do you do that? Like, how do you not just take the time you need to do it perfect? I mean, I say that a lot at work in terms of our app and our design. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just like, why can't we just take the time we need? But that and constantly like is evolving. Good. That constantly but, is evolving. But, yeah, that's true. This is like once it. these movies are done, they're just they're now these this trilogy exists and it's not, you know, whatever. Yeah. I I saw the the la- the last one and my reaction was like overall it was like I liked it. I thought it was really cool. And then I felt like I'm not supposed to like it. Yeah. So like everyone else is like, "Oh my god." That's terrible. Can't believe you know he did this with this, and he left this loophole open or whatever. And I'm just like, no, it was pretty fucking epic. Yeah, and it was cool, and they had lightsaber fights, <laughs> and um, it they yeah, there's some lightning, and it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I um I enjoyed it. I really did. And the first, and it's fu- funny you say that because the first time I watched it. I had just kind of read some non-spoiler reviews, like just kind of checking in to see what people thought. And and given, like, I don't know, I I guess I, since I knew it was getting a mixed response, when I went into the movie, I was trying to look for Mm -hmm. things to nitpick. Like, okay, because I feel like it... It had terrible reviews when I went to go see it. Like, the ones that I saw, they were like truly disappointing and all this type of stuff. And then I went in and I was like waiting for like... 
a really bad scene or just terrible writing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And no, it's it good. I felt like I felt like if I didn't dislike it, that that would be a knock against my intelligence. Yeah, or like I'm not a real Star Wars fan. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan. I may not be a Star Wars nerd in the sense of like remembering all the details, but I, you know what? I take that back because like for me, I saw, I saw, I've seen it twice now because um, we got vouchers to go back and see it again. Yeah, we saw it twice and, too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, um, the, and the second time around, I realized my favorite part of the movie, and this is a spoiler if anyone hasn't seen it yet, Okay, so anyway, <laughs> and uh, my favorite part of the movie is uh, Luke Skywalker's, like, Jedi ghost lifting his X-Wing <gasps> out of the water. Yeah, wasn't that cool? And I was get- I was getting teared up, and I was like, ah, he's finally able to do it. Because yeah. I remember thinking about, like, um, I think we were chatting about this in, like, the hero, like, cycle of Rey's character versus Luke. And I was a little annoyed, admittedly, about how, like, they make Ray so super powerful and they explain it later on. But like at the time I was like, yeah, Ray is like, she barely had to do any training. She yeah. like goes there and there's like one montage and she's like a Jedi expert all of a sudden. She's like way ahead of where Luke was in, um, the, what was the middle the fifth, the fifth movie. And, um, where, you know, Luke is training with Yoda and he can't even get his X-wing out of the swamp. And, um, Yoda has to do it for him. And, um, and anyway, basically, like, I think that whole trilogy was, like, culminating in Luke becoming a Jedi Master. Yeah. Whereas I felt like Rey, well, like, was already, like, an expert, <laughs> like we were saying. I know. <laughs> yeah, through through the second of, of her trilogy. Um, but anyway, I, I felt like that was, like, a really nice, like, throwback at, at the end of this new movie where um, <laughs> even though it's after he's died, he's finally able to, like, get the x-wing out of the water yeah yeah it was really cool no i i liked that was quite a moment there was a lot of good things in that movie so you know yeah um i liked it i think yeah i think the future of star wars is good though so that's you know the mandalorian is an excellent show uh yeah and i hope they they do more kind of stuff branching off like that and we were talking about this with mike and nick um and maybe they can write into the show and tell us their thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, uh, I think, was it Nick maybe? One of them was saying, like, they want more of this, they, or they wouldn't mind more of the Star Wars stuff. Whereas I was saying, like, look at all the criticism that this last movie got. And this was, like, a main, one of the main movies, right? Yeah. I, th- I think if Disney is going to have any luck carrying on the Star Wars franchise... They need to say this is the end of the like the Luke Skywalker stuff, mm-hmm. and you can do more, but just do branch off on different characters like the Mandalorian, who like references stuff that is familiar to us. Like, okay, we know the bounty hunters are like that, and we've we recognize Yoda, the cute baby Yoda. Um, but you don't need to like have Leia or Luke or Darth Vader or anyone from the old movies in there. Right. As soon as you include uh, a previous character, then we're going to immediately start judging like, how does this person fit in with those movies and all that shit? And like, yeah. no, just cut the baggage and make a new story. Right. Yeah. I think that would be good. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think, um, it's about time to, to call it an episode, but I just, I feel bad though. 
because I was just thinking about it. I was like, from the things I said, I probably come off of as like some really wealthy asshole who thinks if you're calling yourself an expert on something, you're a jerk and you know, just forget about money. Yeah, just That's forget the about money. It doesn't matter. I've just got so much of it. It doesn't matter at all. And, <laughs> Which is not true. How how can we buy our Teslas? Yeah, how can we buy our Teslas? And oh my god! <laughs> wow, we have real problems, you guys. Play it back. We, we, we have shit. real problems. Do we do we budget <laughs> tons of money each month, or do we just buy the car and pay the payments? What do we do, everybody? Uh, you won't be able to see in the podcast, but I did an actual yeah, spit yeah, take. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Of the of the Lacroix berry flavor, <laughs> which I can. Yeah, I'm so rich. My spit takes yeah. are of seltzer water. Yeah, and if I want to do a spit take myself, you sent me a link to get forty of them. Yeah. So thanks for that. No, I uh, I yeah I don't I look I'm not like super uh, wealthy over <coughs> here. I'm just uh, yeah I'm just trying to figure out how to save what I do get. You know, response and not make irresponsible financial decisions unless it applies to keeping my birds alive. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, she's getting antsy though, so. Oh, will she say something to the microphone? Nope, because she doesn't talk. Nope. <laughs> she doesn't know how. She can barely fly. She has wings. She can fly. She, well, she was she was she was talking just a second ago when she was on her branch. That was more like a. That was more of an anxious noise, like, uh, oh. uh, 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 like that. Okay. That's kind of what I interpret that as. Anyway. All right. Yeah, good times. Yeah. yeah. We talked about finance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I oh hope well. somebody All found right. that interesting. Uh. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please send all of your hate mail to the Mac and Josh at Twitter. Yep. Dot com. That's good. That's his email. <laughs> that works. And um, yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm gonna try and do a little more snippets of the show and promote it on Twitter. But yeah, the 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 catch there is people have to be following the show in the first place. Right. So yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing. Right. Well. Um, us one percenters. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.